0: Good afternoon. Welcome to the expanded Inside Sources. It's fun to be with you again. My name is Greg Scordis, and I'm filling in for Boyd Matheson today. We had a we had a good show yesterday, and looking forward to another good one today. Um, we talked a lot uh, yesterday about um, sort of where we were in 2021, where we're going in 2022, uh, and I was looking at an article that. Uh, lawmakers are considering some changes to big tech platforms, and in fact, 2022 is shaping up as apparently a pivotal year uh, for regulations on social media and internet platforms, and lawmakers are trying to get President Biden to jump in on it. Uh, Specifically, Republicans and Democrats are working on several issues uh, relating to sort of the the categories of legislation dealing with online privacy and children's safety, transparency of companies' data collection practices, accountability for content posted on social media, and market dominance by a handful of players. We've even seen some some controversy in the last year uh, from whistleblowers with uh, Facebook, seeing how that's worked out and hasn't worked out, and it's really intrigued our lawmakers, and maybe there's going to be Time for a change. However, we're joined this afternoon by James Chernowski And James is a senior policy analyst with Americans for Prosperity who studies tech and innovation. He previously worked here in Utah for Libertas Institute. And I read something that James posted that says this. Digital markets are highly competitive. Amazon has been losing market share year over year to Spotify. The lesson? If you build something good and invest in its future, you can, come, uh, you can become something viable to compete even against big tech like Amazon. Uh, Mr. Chernofsky, it's nice to have you with us today. Thanks for having me, Greg. So tell me this, if, if you're advising our legislators on regulation, on where we are, where we should go, what is your advice?
1: Yeah, I think especially right now, there's there's a lot of interest in in technology and innovation policy questions. And there's obviously a lot of frustration towards technology platforms and companies and wanting to try to hold them accountable for things that they're doing or failing to do. And while that's understandable, I think that lawmakers, uh, broadly speaking, have been missing the mark on the federal level when it's trying to target uh, subjects like antitrust legislation or other uh, areas as well. Um, And the primary reason is that right now for the past 50 years, we've had the consumer welfare standard driving a lot of this antitrust conversation where the focus is ultimately on, on you and me, the consumer. And what we're seeing right now is a big push towards something that would make us more similar towards what we see in Europe, where the priority might not necessarily be on that. And it might be more arbitrary in nature. And I think that right now, the biggest thing that's difficult for people to see is, lawmakers, and even regular people alike, is just how competitive the digital market space is, um, because it is. It's highly competitive, even though we know these big household names, they're not necessarily guaranteed uh, their spot and dominance by any stretch of the definition. So they have to be constantly uh, innovating. Otherwise, they're going to be suspect to possibly losing market share. So in my tweet, I was talking about how Amazon had been losing market share year over year to Shopify. And if you had asked those guys when they started up that they thought that they would be viable to go and compete against something like Amazon, uh, they probably wouldn't have thought to the kind of degree that they are today. But they are, and that's because we do have a pretty vibrant market opportunity here in the United States um, and around the world, too, that can allow for that competition to happen where these, these products can emerge to go and solve for things that consumers want. Uh, and they might be doing it better. So Shopify is doing it better on some margins than Amazon. In foreign markets so that's why we're seeing amazon losing its market share with respect to all that on a global stage so i think again when we're looking at this issue it's just about how do we make sure that we are encouraging competition and innovation without killing the golden goose that has basically brought so much economic prosperity for american companies as well as american consumers over the past 50 years and that's really the the core question that i think lawmakers should be focused on instead of trying to just punish Uh, you know, particular actors because they might not like how they're behaving or what they're failing to do in a particular day.
0: But how do we answer to to the people who look back and and we're we're kind of digressing just a little bit to 2016 and say uh, that, in fact, uh, Facebook had a had a play in the way that our elections worked out that year. And in fact, Facebook may have been manipulated uh, by foreign sources in in doing that, I mean, is that something that can and should be regulated, or is that something that the like you say is going to be part of the just the change in in what's happening right now?
1: Yeah, I think that it's a very interesting question in general. Obviously, what happened in 2016 was very unique in terms of presidential elections and and how that transpired. I think that it's obviously very important to want to have a conversation to understand how actors were able to leverage the platforms in the way that they did. But the question becomes, again, when you're looking at the government wanting to regulate this space, what is the intended outcome that you're trying to achieve here? And does your legislation actually achieve that is the two, two questions that kind of matter here. And the problem with, with government solutions sometimes is that it's a very top-down, one-size-fits-all type of solution towards trying to solve these problems, which might not actually be the best way of doing it. Um, and I think that these companies in the years since 2016 have tried to take a lot of strides toward dealing with misinformation, disinformation, um, polarization, any of that kind of stuff that might pop up on the Internet in an effort to try to make sure that they're limiting the impact that they might have in a negative way and in, in discourse and the dialogue that we're having in our American political system. And I think that relying on them to come up with these innovative solutions and holding them accountable when they fail to do so. Uh, It's perfectly fine, but you got to be careful when you're running into regulation because you might just happen to cut off options that might otherwise be there when you go with a one-size-fits-all, top-down approach that typically a government regulatory regime imposes.
0: We're joined this afternoon by James Chernofsky, Senior Policy Analyst for Americans for Prosperity. Uh, In the last minute or so, James, it seems that President Biden in fact, has taken a back seat on this. He doesn't seem to be engaged or particularly involved. Um, should he be more involved or is that something that should be left to the legislature?
1: I mean, I want to actually push back on that a little bit. I think president Biden has been fairly involved in the conversation, just not in the more direct way that we're anticipating in forms of like supporting legislation. So he's, he's gone and looked at policy problems that are emerging right now. So like inflation or higher gas prices or higher food prices and he's blaming it on potential things that are like antitrust, right? So he's blaming, uh, you know, the high gas prices on, on gas companies potentially colluding. Or we've seen commentary about the higher food prices being about greedy, you know, meat companies trying to go and raise prices on consumers. And that's not necessarily the fact. The fact of the matter is is that his policies do have an actual impact on what these prices might look like for consumers. And they're feeling it at the pump, at the grocery store. So he's been a little bit more involved, I think, than people – might realize at face value, I would personally recommend trying to stay out of that conversation as much as humanly possible and let that conversation develop and, and you know, proceed organically. That way we can go and try to address those, those concerns that people have, um, whether it's with antitrust or these other uh, subjects that people are interested in when it comes to big, tech, big technology companies.
0: James Shardowski, thank you for joining us today. I wish we had a little more time on this issue because he really has a lot of insight in where we're headed in this country and what we're doing. After the break, we're going to come and interview a couple of our legislators about a change in something relating to our state. That is our state flag. Should we change it? Is this the time to do that? We'll be back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon.